Welcome to Tombstone Minute. My name is Rob, and I'm joined by my good friend Joe. Howdy. And uh, this is our first episode of our minute-by-minute podcast of the movie Tombstone. Uh, Essentially, we are going to do an episode for every single minute of the movie Tombstone, which is absurd, and I can't believe we're doing this. Um, But I... Before we go too far on this, I feel like it's only fair if I uh, kind of quickly mention why we're doing this. And that is because about three weeks ago, I started listening to Star Wars Minute, uh, which is a podcast by uh, Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer. And it's the same idea, but it's through Star Wars. And I am uh, I already finished all 120 plus episodes of Star Wars and I'm now on to Empire Strikes Back, and I'm obsessed, and I thought, I should do this, because it's all about me, and uh, I thought, Joe, what movie should we do, and I mean, can't go wrong with Tombstone, right? The great American genre, the Western, needs respect, needs love, this is our effort to bring it back. Yeah, I think that's a a really important uh, thing to bring up. I love Westerns, and they just, like, they're not around anymore. Yeah, uh, you know, you could say Hell or High Water is certainly has its toe dipped in that genre waters, but uh, yeah, it's been bleak. And and I think we'll get to this with with as we go through this. But one thing I love about Tombstone is is unlike and Hell and High Water is a great movie, but like Tombstone is really fun. Oh, it's <laughs> yes, uh, it, it's not always trying to be fun. It takes itself. I, well, we're going to get into this these tonal <laughs> dramatic tonal shifts. So, um, it starts as a Ken Burns film. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know, I know this movie is very personal to you, Joe. Yeah, um, we were talking. We were talking a little bit before we started recording. Why are we doing this? How did you come to the? You know come to this love and appreciation for the film and i think i feel like one thing is like i think this is the first western i discovered independently so i i must have been 11 when this came out yes yeah, came on 93 so you're probably 10 or 11 yeah i was and um before then you know i'd seen westerns that my earliest memory of watching a western i think was hang em high then my i watched it with my uncle but this is the first one where I went to the old Blockbuster. No, actually, I think at the time we were renting movies from the grocery store. Thanks, Century. And, uh, oh, no, this would have been when I lived in California, so Lucky's or something like that. And um, We're available for uh, sponsorship opportunities if anyone. Yes, if, is um, if, if there are any grocery stores still renting VHS tapes, we'd, <laughs> we'd be happy <laughs> to. Uh, we don't, uh, for free. If you're doing that, we will read your copy for free. Yes. Um, so I, I mean, you look at the cover of this VHS tape and how can you not bring it home as a, as a 12 year old or 11 year old or whatever? Is that, did you see it pretty soon after it came out or did you come to this later? Yeah. The VHS thing is, is, uh, it kind of reminds me, you know, we're old enough that we've lived through different mediums. So I own this movie on VHS. I own this movie on DVD. I own this movie on Blu-ray. I'm fairly certain on like my 11th birthday, we rented Tombstone and watched it. I also think we rented, I think we also rented Speed 2 Cruise Control, so I don't have quite the uh, affinity to that movie. I don't, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think that the people who moved to 
Tombstone did it for this very same reason we rented the movie. Like, oh, Tombstone, that sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move there. <laughs> Which is as reasonable a reason as what's given in the opening intro, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's let's jump into the uh, the the studio logos here. I know you did some research. I refuse to do any research for this. Yeah. Well, but you're our research. You're uh, you know, I I'm taking a break from my day job. Yeah. Well, uh, as an educator. Uh, so what we <laughs> The problem with these minute by minutes is the very first one uh, is always uh, heavily about the studio logos you see at the beginning. So that's where we start. That's what we have. The very first few seconds of this movie, you see the studio logo for Hollywood Pictures, which, if you recall, is the Sphinx logo. Um, and I don't, Joe. Do you have any memories of any uh, Sphinx movies? <laughs> Hollywood Picture I, classics. No, but. It, 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 I had I you know honestly I never really gave much thought till I started watching the film with this podcast in mind, and the first thing that springs into mind is just the hubris of it, like in the night eight. Uh, well, when when did this start? The eighties. Uh, uh, the studio started in, in nineteen ninety with Arachnophobia. Oh man, that movie's scary. Um, j- just what should we call our studio? Yeah. Uh, I don't know where. Let's just call it Hollywood. No one's done that before, right? Well, yet yeah, no, because it's dumb. Yeah. Well, we'll just do Hollywood it. Studio, but we we Hollywood Pictures, and this is actually a Disney a Disney company, um, and they uh, you'll be shocked to hear they didn't last very long. Um, mm. Disney, well, Disney's still <laughs> Disney's doing okay. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> but uh, Hollywood Pictures, uh, I looked at some of the movies that they released. Um, a couple Polly Shore uh, joints. I think they're called Polly Shore joints. Uh, Encino Man and um, Son-in-Law are both uh, Hollywood Pictures films. I will, I will defend both of those films. <laughs> and uh, I didn't realize Tombstone was a Christmas release. It was December twenty-fourth or twenty-fifth in ninety-three. Uh, the movie. Do you know what movie was released after Tombstone? After Hollywood Pictures, they released Tombstone Christmas. But a week or two later, they released another movie. It was the air up there. Oh, the uh, with Kevin Bacon. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they they so they had basically had a, a stable of all of Hollywood's biggest stars yep. at that point. Uh, okay. And so they they're not around anymore. Uh, the next logo that we see is for Synergy Pictures, which that one didn't ring a bell for me at all. I don't know what that is. Um. So I was curious. It was also a new studio. This was their third movie. Um, I want you. Uh, <laughs> I want you to. I want to tell you what their second movie was. It was a um, a movie that they also worked on with Hollywood Pictures. Uh, it was uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So th- <laughs> I I saw that in the movie theater. Yeah. Well. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so th- that studio is also not around anymore. I mean, do you have any other comments? No, about- let's. Okay. Uh, we've talked way too long about these. All right, so now we get into the actual movie, and uh, it is a strange opening. I like it. I do too. Uh, I, I, I don't understand. The, the I believe one of the first things that. Uh, well, first of all, let's give a little shout out to our narrator, Robert Mitchum. Yeah, how about who, that? Uh, I would say. St- had a hand in two of the three best westerns of the 90s with this and then a few years later dead man oh um, okay 
And it is wonderful narration, and I would love to know how much they paid Robert Mitchum to read for a minute and a half. Well, so I'm going to give Tombstone probably more credit than it deserves. I'm going to do that a lot during this podcast. Um, Robert Mitchum, you know, most known for Night of the Hunter and Kate Fear, one of the biggest antiheroes, right? Both those are antihero characters from like the 60s. I, I, I don't know that you can call those characters anti-heroes well, I, just I think did. they're just straight up villains <laughs> one is tr- one is basically a kidnapper and a rapist and the other one like both of them are assaulting children in their well, movies that's fair let me at least finish this point if if they are anti-heroes they chose you know a actor known for playing anti-heroes or let's he, say he's a bad boy a villain protagonist let's say that at least a bad boy and a charming villain a charming villain there we go that 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 we can go with for sure um and now we have him doing the intro to this movie which you know as we get into this we have a lot of charming villains a whole cast of them As, aside from billy bob thornton we'll get there well you, uh, just, he's just a clown you will have at least a you'll have a good week on billy bob thornton <laughs> i can't believe that. i think because how long so, angeline jolie had of combination of original footage and then using early 20th century films like um i, th- I think they bring in great train robbery stuff later and that's spoilers that's, that's in minute yeah. two joe that's on minute two uh but, uh, but uh, i i i wish they had only used moving picture footage from the period from 1879 so it would basically just be that edward mybridge uh uh, set of photographs of the horse running and then Robert Mitchum talking over it. Well, so that's that was actually my question is eventually as this goes on it gets pretty clear when you see old-timey footage and it's now you see Val Kilmer and Kurt Russell that this is, you know, footage meant to look old. And in I know Great Train Robbery at the end um, is actually, you know, vintage. But is anything else on this actually old footage or is it just footage made to look old? Well, uh, yeah, there was no. It would. It was years and years until they were really shooting film the way we look at. Yeah. Consider a, a film today. So it must. It must all. I. I. You know, if I if if we were doing a minute by minute podcast, I probably would have done the close <laughs> reading of the montage to see what was from ex, you know existing films and what was original footage. I would imagine that most of this first minute is stuff that they shot. Yeah, I would too. Um. Cause just because the sets look too good. Yeah. Yeah. This, and we'll, I think we'll talk a lot about the sets as we move forward. But um, one of the big things that Tombstone really has going for it, even when it it stumbles, and when it stumbles, boy, does it stumble, is the production design on this movie is actually top-notch. It's very, very good. It's a great-looking film. Um, so we actually don't get through the entire intro uh but we do is it ends with them sort of like talking about tombstone and then comparing the murder rates like it's robert mitchum comparing the murder rates to modern day um so (laughs) it briefly turns into a donald trump tweet at the end so essentially it talks about how the murder rates it doesn't even really say where it just says out west like it's just like people moved into cattle towns and the murder rates were higher than modern day new york and los angeles Okay, so it's dangerous. It's dangerous, which I, I was thinking, like, this movie came out in 93, so, you know, they probably wrote this, recorded this in 92, 
Um, the murder rates in New York were really high in 92. To be fair, that was not a great period in, in New York City's murder history. Yeah, I I don't know that off the top of my head. I, I know the 70s and 80s are particularly bad, but I'm not sure when... Uh, well, I'll tell you this much, Julie- Joe. The 70s, 80s, and 90s in New York were nothing compared to old west towns in the 1880s. Yeah, we're talking about the wrong 70s here. <laughs> I, uh, why... If if the intro is basically going out of its way, especially towards the end here, to talk about how just how dangerous this area is, and then following it up with, so Wyatt Earp, famous lawman, decides to retire there. I'm sorry, Joe. Who's Wyatt Earp? I haven't met him yet. <laughs> uh, he's a lawman who... Uh, He's one of the principal characters oh, in this film. Okay, well, this is actually my first time watching it. I'm just doing it minute by minute. Um, <laughs> so well, this is going to be great. So, do you have? I, I guess this is minute one. So um, I don't have any other notes. I think hopefully we'll have found some sort of music so this doesn't just end suddenly. But uh, we will be back tomorrow to talk about minute two of the Tombstone Minute. I've. I have some some hot takes about minute two. <laughs> I'm sure you I do. I hope everybody's excited. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. All right, thanks.